All right, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host Mike, along with Chuck here. Hey, hey. How's it going, Chuck? Good, man. Did you have a good weekend? Yep. Yeah? Nope. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, Went to the theaters, did you? I did, but you know, it wasn't the weekend because now it's Thursday <laughs> and we're right, recording. Yeah. Oh my but, God. yeah, I don't even remember what happened over the weekend. It was so long ago. It was. But I yeah. know what I did. I watched Virgin River on Netflix. <laughs> Did you really? I did. Oh, you should. Jackie got me hooked on that. It's great because it was like a like a romance soap type show. Aww. And then Ozark went finished, and their writers, I think, were looking for something to do. So now the show is basically turned into Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> it, so it's like it's it's kind of like the same thing. It's not just a romance. It's like drug dealing. Well, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the spin, right? So it's yeah, up in please, like, cause I'll never watch it. Yeah. It's up in like Vancouver and like this woman moves to town and the guy falls in love with her. Yeah. He apparently like knocks up his ex and has two kids or on the way. And then he starts dating this, the new chick in town and then they're pregnant. <laughs> and then, uh, he's like, and there's like, uh, People running like heroin or something in the town and they run like the outskirts of town because it's in Vancouver, right? So it's like tons of forest. Anyways. Yeah. So like it, that like quiets down and then the guy Jack decides he wants to expand his business into like, you're going to laugh, into glamping. <laughs> <laughs> so he buys a couple of Airstreams and he's like, oh, this is great. I'm yeah. going to expand my business. Yeah. I've got a partner. It's this really nice guy. And then he's like, oh, well, my sister runs the trust. And then, like, you, his sister shows up to dinner. And then, like, come to find out, like, a couple episodes earlier, she's, like, the head of this cartel. And she's like, oh, it's really great to meet you guys. I've um, been wanting to expand, you know, my capital here in the town. It's like, oh, this is Ozark. So this is Ozark, but in the pack Northwest. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting that you mentioned Virgin River today because <laughs> I've never heard of it yeah. until today. And someone I know on Facebook posted, like, a picture eating at the restaurant. some oh, restaurant Jack's that, Bar. Yeah, yeah. It's a real restaurant. Yeah. And so it's, like, was, right on the river. I was yeah. going to ask you, um, I believe it takes place in Vancouver, Washington. I think I think so. Not, can, not yeah, Canada. I think Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. yeah. It's back northwest. Yeah. That's what they said. That's what they shared as, like, Jack's Bar is really in Vancouver. It's called something else, but the... yeah. Aesthetic and it was a real place, and they That's were eating there. So and I'm like, funny that you I'm saw like, that. and I'm like, what's Virgin River? And then this is the first thing you freaking bring up on the podcast. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, I think like the town is based in like Vancouver, Washington, yeah. but they shoot like uh, scenery shots. Yeah, I up think in Canada and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, well, I think yeah, a lot of stuff is filmed in Vancouver, Canada. I think yeah. that's pretty cheap yeah. compared to. Everywhere else, but good tax breaks. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny that you saw that. Yeah, it's it's so weird. That's, that's a guilty pleasure that I will admit that I do watch. <laughs> well, that's good that you it, watched. Uh, it was like Dallas Jack got shot at the end of like season three, and you didn't know who it was, so you had to wait a whole year. So, so. what season are you? Or is this show on? I think three or four. Wow, I think it's on four. It's all based on like books, so they've got plenty of content because there's like are twenty-five Nicholas, books. Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> It's so sad that I know it's Robin Carr. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Her name is Robin Carr. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Who knew this podcast would take this direction? Yeah, I was going to recommend that we start watching The Bachelorette <laughs> because that's what my cousins oh, were watching the other day. But did you watch that, too? No, but Jackie oh. started watching F-Boy Island. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I was gonna I was gonna start off with a joke. It's funny you mentioned that too, because I was joke? gonna say like I was gonna say like welcome to the FBoy Island official podcast. Oh, yes. but, oh we so should have done that. Maybe maybe um maybe next week when we record at um our original studios. Yeah. Um, we can have Jackie on for a five-minute <laughs> segment on F-Boy Island. For, I think she'd like that. Uh, in ba- then maybe Have her watch The Bachelorette, too. Yeah. We'll do a Jackie's Corner. Perfect. Five-minute right. take. Yeah. Yeah. Five-minute. Five-minute. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Wow. Oh, my God. That's great. So, to pivot, I was, you saw Nope. I was Nope. Yeah, good, good transition. Um, yeah. I went to the movie theater... Um, for the first time since 2017, when Ooh. I watched the great American classic uh, Baywatch with Zac Efron. Fantastic um, movie. The Rock, Alex Daddario, many, many other great actors. Many. Um, yeah, so this was, uh, I went and saw Nope. And this movie was, for me, it was amazing. It's pretty divisive. I think is Jordan Peele's third movie. So his first one's Get Out, which is relatively. You saw Get it's Out. Fantastic. I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's universally renowned. Is that movie? I think it's got like '90s on Roddy T. Yeah, and uh, it really doesn't have any bad reviews. Us, us made. Like I saw us, his second film made like two hundred fifty-five million dollars, but wasn't as universally liked as Get Out. Didn't see that one. Yeah, and then apparently it's about doppelganger like killers or something. I don't. I, I don't know. But do you know, both, do you know the premise for Get Out? Yes, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, I want. I was reading about it the other day, and like I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. Um, and then this one is kind of his most divisive one, but. Yeah, it's basically, it's almost like a summer popcorn alien invasion type movie um, about, you know, this horse ranchers and they, I don't want to go too much into the film, but there's an alien element. Mm-hmm. But it's, man, the movie's a spectacle, both in good and bad ways, like, it was slow and meandering at times, but it was also like fast and edgy and at the edge of your seat. It was like parts were kind of ambiguous. Like it doesn't really give you a definitive. It ends and you there's you try to interpret on your own what nice. you think happened, which I love that. kind. Of, a lot of people don't like it. They want it wrapped up in a. Don't think Brock Meyer would like that. In a bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was this was this writ, like co-written by Christopher Nolan? Sorry. Yeah. Oh shit. It it's uh it, it it's rambling at times, but it's like insightful and impactful and and it's like kind of like almost it's there's some commentary about like how nowadays like everybody's trying to race to get things on film. Mm-hmm. You know, like this alien thing. It's like, oh, I got to get it. I'm going to go buy these cameras because I'm going to get on film and we're going to become rich because we're going to sell it. Right. And then T- a reporter from TMZ shows up on a motorcycle at some point <laughs> and then all, you know, like, um, but it's really, 
well done. I really enjoyed it. It was it's really good. Jordan Peele is really really good. I would recommend seeing it. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the first movie. Now I'm gonna preface this again by saying the last movie I watched in the theater was Baywatch. Yeah. So this was a little more artsy and well done. We tried to say about Baywatch. That was also artsy and well done, but not <laughs> as much as Nope. In a different but way. Nope, like, this movie got me to the theaters. Yeah. And yeah, that's you don't hard for theaters. me to do. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll go, look, dude, I went and... You went and saw Ambulance in Boston. <laughs> it's really fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love going to the theaters. It's always been a thing of mine. Yeah. I, before COVID, I would go to three movies in a single day. I'd, I'd, I'd spend nine hours in the theater. In the theater. It was rough, but I've done it. I used to go to theaters when I was single a lot, and I'd take the kids, like, from time to time when they were younger. Yeah. Um, but I think I went to the movies more when, you know, a movie came out of the theater and then didn't happen, you know, you couldn't see it again for, like, a year. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then you had to wait for it on VHS right. or DVD. <laughs> I don't miss those days. Yeah, yeah. now, like... Okay, this movie's out. Oh wait, it was just on HBO. Now it's to the theater. Now it's back at HBO. <laughs> yeah. Like the premiere is this weekend. Uh, it, it'll be in theaters nationwide. But give it seven days, it'll be on HBO Max. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that's where like I wanted to see Jurassic Park, the new one, in theater. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because I mean, there's some movies that are better on a big screen and loud. Top <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, way better on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's. That was still playing at the theater, and so was Jurassic Park. I went yeah. to the Cinemark in uh, Webster, and every seat was like reclining. Yeah, like, in leather. Like they've stepped it's it nice, up, nice man. Yeah, they've stepped it up in theaters these days. You can recline all the way back. Yeah, you can go to some places and they'll like come out and take your order and then bring it out to you. I yeah. sometimes don't like those movies because they'll come out and like interrupt your experience. Yeah, like the Star Fucking Cinema Grill, where yeah. you can do that. That's why I went. Just went to the Cinemark and. I didn't pre-order, like, you could pre-order and they would oh, bring yeah. your seat too now there. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to do the real movie experience where we're nice. waiting in line yeah. and, like, we're a step and it's sticky from, like, <laughs> right. people's icy spilling and all that. Um, it, people were in line and it was kind of like, an, except it wasn't, there wasn't very many people in the entire theater. I don't know how they're going to last in the long term. I have no idea. I mean, this was, though, like, a Wednesday at, like, 4.40, but yeah. there was... This was the second, it just came out last weekend, and this was like, there was seven people in the theater, at like, you know, a hundred seat yeah. theater. Like, how do you make a profit? Yeah. How do movie You're hoping people money? spend a hundred dollars a person on snacks? Like, I, I did spend, I got an yeah. icy and Reese's, a box of Reese's, and it cost me more than my ticket. That's which what I was like, you're already my, like $45 right my there My ticket the was $12, and those those two <laughs> snacks were 15 so... <laughs> And then nuts. Yeah. I should have. They have these seats called D-Box mm-hmm. uh, where they like move and rump. Like, I guess oh, it's yeah. like a four. 4D yeah. experience. But that caught, that was like $20. So I just stayed yeah. with a $12 ticket. And nice. $12 was a matinee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For matinee. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love going to the movie theaters at like Monday at like. Yeah, you could pay like $3 showing. or yeah. $5. And yeah. now. You're the yeah. only schmuck in there except you and. Some other loser, yeah, yeah, but no, that's I love doing that, yeah. I have a friend who like used to be in outside sales and he would go see like 
a movie almost every day, like in, <laughs> like in the afternoon. Like nice. he would do all the sales calls and then go to the movies. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> so, the dream right there. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I recommend seeing Nope. Um, I like that guy that's in it. What's his name? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Kaluuya. Kaluuya. I read an article like Peel is like Scorsese had De Niro. I had Kaluuya. Yeah, he's been in. It's amazing. He's been in all three of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's, really good. Yeah. They they have a really great connection, and especially in Get Out. Like, I, I read the story about when Kaluuya yeah. auditioned for Get Out. He, like, had to cry. And yeah. it's in the trailer, and, the, like, the single teardrop falls. Where it's, it's, like, the close-up shot, and yeah. his eyes are all big. And yeah. He he would hit that mark every time yeah. that teardrop. No fail. And people was like, you're fucking hired. Yeah. Yeah, he's he does a... He's... It's interesting because in this movie, he's just kind of like, he's not, doesn't emote a lot. Yeah. But you can feel his emotion. It, it's hard to explain. Like, yeah, yeah. he's not, you know, you look at like, uh, like an Aaron Paul in Westworld. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you just see his face and he's like, uh, right. And you, you can tell the emotion. Yeah. Like, Kaluuya in this one is just like, Stone face. Nice. But you can feel like you yeah. can feel it. Just the way he His acts body language is brilliant. And all that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Joey like, nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> but it's it's just very like he's very serious and his sister in the movie is very like loud and outgoing. Yeah, and, yeah. And so it's a good you could tell they have a good chemistry together. And there's as we were talking before, there's a Fry's employee and <laughs> The fries, fries in this, which is now out of business, yeah. but um, there's an abandoned shopping mall in Webster that used to be called a Fries. Yeah, you know what that's coming to turn into now? Oh no! A what? space company called Axiom bought it, and they're going to manufacture uh, space components. In nice. There. Yeah. Nice. I want to go visit that. That's cool. That yeah. was the fries that used to have the uh, life-size International Space Station inside of it. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. So Nope was good. Um, but now, yeah, now I want to, I saw a bunch of previews um, for other movies, a movie called The Menu, which I want to see that really good. Um, and uh, Bullet Train, which we've probably seen previews for with um, Brad Pitt. I just want to see Brad Pitt say Domo Origato one more time. When I think, um, <laughs> I think uh, I, I was trying to verify this earlier, um, but I think that, yeah, um, Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta is also in it. And he's, uh, like, in the one scene in the trailer, he's across from him. Like, they're on the train together. I think, I don't know if they play adversaries who become, like, on the same team at some point. Kind of looks like the trailer. But, like, he's one of my favorites from Atlanta. But he looks good in it. And then... A really kind of Stepford-wise looking kind of movie called uh, Don't Worry, Darling, which looks really good with Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. And, um, but yeah, the menu has Ray Fiennes, like one of the world's greatest living actors <laughs> in it. So I think there's some good movies on the horizon. It's just interesting to see if people are going to go to the theater and see it or wait till... Um, they come out. Still worried, darling, the movie that got Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde broken up because of Harry Styles. 
Oh, were they together? Yeah, is it who's yeah, Louis Wilde is directing this. She's with yeah. Harry Styles. They were filming this and then that and then it broke that like she and Sudeikis were getting a divorce and she's like, Oh, oh I'm dating Harry Styles shit. now. And it's just like what I the imagine f- so. Yeah. Oh, Not now, that it gets them. I just remember that happened around, well, around the same now time. Well, now should I go see that in solidarity with Jason Sudeikis? I think Ted Lasso would say go see it. There's no reason in holding a grudge. That's true. Yeah. Be a goldfish. Be, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> the real question is, do ghosts believe in you? Or wait, <laughs> no, or do they believe in themselves? <laughs> I do. Most of all, I really think they should believe in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I could do Ted Lasso quotes all day. Yeah. But, and then you said another one was The Beast with Idris Elba. Yeah, The Beast with Idris Elba. They're in Africa, and there's like a lion. That looks interesting. It kind of reminded me of what we were talking about, The Ghost in the Darkness yeah. with Val Kilmer. I mean, in the modern day, it's not, it doesn't take place like back in the... Um, 1800s. Imperial, uh, <laughs> British Imperial rule over India. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Africa, or wherever it is. I think it was India in that one. I don't know. But... I think it was Africa, yeah. Somewhere. So good, yeah. Did, did Kilmer have an accent in that one? He had the same one as in Tombstone. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Hey, like, Play I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. Go ahead, skin that smoke wagon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Val Kilmer's so good. I haven't had Dude. the... I haven't had the... I don't like sad things, and I really loved Gal- Val Kilmer and everything. Like, yeah. Heat, Top Gun... Ghosts in the Darkness, The Doors, anything. He's so I don't want to see like the Amazon one about like his struggles. This documentary, with, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't watch that. Yeah, his real life is <laughs> a little too like I want to remember him as Hollywood and not like as a shaman. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he like has all these problems. I guess I didn't see Top Gun too, but he yeah. was basically like a vegetable in it. Yeah, right? he's he's uh, in real life had his vocal yeah. cords like removed. Yeah, so he can't talk. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I so I saw Val Kilmer in person four five years ago. Uh, he came to um, the Houston Improv and did a one man Q and A after they uh, showed his uh, recorded play where he played Hemingway. No, no, Mark Twain, and it was called Citizen Twain. Anyways, he came out afterwards and did Q and A, and and I had no idea that he was sick at that time. So he came out and he like had a laryngectomy and I was just like, oh, this is Val Kilmer like now. So it was really rough to see, but he's they did him so good in Top Gun. But yeah, I'm with it. it it's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So eh, a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah. And um, so be on the lookout. Which speaking but, of Val Kilmer, have you ever seen The Saint? Yes, but I don't really remember many, many things from that. It's a good one. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue, really good. Yeah, good shoe. His, his one spy movie, like yeah, it's great. The Elizabeth Shue factor, you know, she took over um, Marty's girlfriend role. In, That's right. And Back to the Future Two, and never looked back. And never looked back. The girl from the first one, never heard from again. Nope. <laughs> Wasn't she in the Karate Kid? She was in something because they were talking about it on. Um, I was listening to something about it, and um, she still ended up being in. Uh, an actress in some other roles, but oh, yeah. not the career that uh, Shu had no, after that. No, nowhere near. Yeah. Well, speaking of careers going down the drain, let's talk about Danny and, and For yeah, All Mankind. Before we get to Westworld, let's do a 10 minute thing on For All Mankind because career, speaking of careers going down the hill, 
Pill Pop and Danny Stevens. Holy shit. Pill Pop and Danny. This episode, I don't know. I'm having a hard time of like making a decision on things, obviously, with my review of Nope, like, yep. and just for all mankind. I watched this episode twice. I didn't watch the last couple ones twice. Yeah, yeah. Man, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, and there's so much. This uh, both the last of For All Mankind called Bring It Down, and then the West Westworld episodes. Man, it's a lot. Yeah, and I mean, in For All Mankind, we have you know the Russians officially moved over to Helios. Yep, they um, don't need the Americans anymore. Sergey is going back to Moscow, which I mean, like Siberia. he's gonna go back to <laughs> the Gulag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's about to go he's, get his fingernails repulled back out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, before they sent him back to the U.S., they had to re-put his fingernails back, back in. Yeah. He's gonna yeah, they go got to, him a little uh, manicure. Yeah, he's going to Hopper's prison to be tortured by the demigods. Oh, yeah, uh, dude's getting eaten first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Margo is like, I need more time, and it's like, yeah, I don't think it's up to Sergey. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, Margo, you had time. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's she's. It's going to be interesting now that she's no longer needed by the Russians because they've got uh, Helios. I thought this interesting too. Now the dynamic between Russians and Helios, like during this episode when they were talking with Ed, and they mm-hmm. were like, "All right, here's what we're going to do," and they're like, "The Russians, yeah, we're going to do this," and like, "Let's all work, work as one team." And then like when they were with NASA, it was like. I am in command, like, yeah. you woman American, uh, don't say shit to my crew. Yeah, <laughs> don't like, give my crew commands, yeah. and it's like, yeah. geez, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then Danny, uh, the Danny um, American NASA leader mission, and her crew are looking all sad, like, eating sandwiches, like, eating, like, gruel in their <laughs> little spaceship. Like, and, they didn't just land on Mars first, they're sitting there yeah. just, like... <laughs> Just eating their fucking, like, gruel. They just said, like, one scene where they're all in the spaceship, like, eating, looking all sad. Like, for, like, a minute. And then it goes to something else. I'm like, what is this? Of course, in my mind, I'm like, should have built a bigger spaceship. I think people would have been happier. Hey, look at, like, look at... Look at the pri- privatization, you know, yeah. Helios. They've got a big floating hotel, like, orbiting Mars. Like, They've got, like, multiple habs on the surface. They can shoot drills down from space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, there's another thing. They got, like, all right, we got bad. What's bad stand for? Badass drill or big ass drill yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we got to come down remotely, like, unmanned. Like, what are we in the future? Like, yeah. I mean, we technically are, but, ni- yeah. I mean, it's 1995 in there, but yeah, it's, like, they're light years ahead in their, the private industry, and I yeah. guess it's probably in real life. This is but, our first trip to Mars, and guess what, folks? We've developed autonomous drills that can fly down from the space, land on the surface, and start drilling. Get out of here. You see how big that fucking drill is, Yeah, too? it was huge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ed should have just stayed at on Earth and just bought stock on in Helios. Good God. Yeah, and then, I mean, we're going to jump around because I got two more points. But, yeah, they you go back to Pill Pump and Danny, who's, yep. like, who's, like, falling asleep, drifting in and out. Spacing like, out big time. Then he's, like, full of adrenaline. What is... Um, Ed calls him uh, 
go pills or goat pills. He's like, yeah. I know what a pie looks like on goat pills. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, a it's goat? Like, or it's goat just or? like uh, fucking amphetamines. They're just yeah, fucking wired up to popping, stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. He's popping uh, <clears throat> amphetamines and other drugs. And yeah. And he's like, you know, of course, <laughs> he's curb stomps the puppy. Oh, dude. Yeah. Straight American <laughs> History X. That's that little puppy just yeah. smashes it right on and the curb. The, and it's like, you you stomp the puppy and he's like you, you mean like the stuffed animal you mean like, the toy the toy <laughs> yes. like Danny like the hipster guy who backpack in Guatemala like he's very sensitive like we can't curb stomp his puppy you know look I don't want to cause too much trouble the guy loves the movie that your parents is based off of <laughs> that the movie is based off of your parents but you just crushed his like fake pet I kept thinking like this is 95 where there's like hipsters like this that were backpacking through Guatemala and yeah like, like like how did this guy get the space did he just show up one day like at NASA I think that the guy is oh, the guy, Helios. I think he was the guy that originally was supposed to start Starbucks like just backpacking through like jungles and finding yeah. like coffee beans yeah and instead went to the space well I forget, this is NASA, it's, it's Helio, so he probably was, like, backpacking through Guatemala, and, like, Dev was down there, like, doing some research on yeah. something, and, like, they met at a coffee shop and had, like, a Cortado or an Americano with a splash of oat milk, <laughs> yeah. and they just jived, and he's like, you want to go to space? And he's like, yeah, man, I just let me finish backpacking through Guatemala, and then he's like... Maybe I can backpack along Mars. I don't yeah. know. Oh, and by the way, I'm a part-time poet. Dev is like, soul. Yeah, he's like, are you an artist too? I'm a poet. <laughs> yep. All right, we needed a poet. Like, he's got to check, check and check. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the Danny gets deassigned from the right seat on the Ooh, sim, yeah. and then he just he's freaking out. He just turns the comms off and is not paying attention to the pressure. The pressure's going up, Danny. Yeah. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, like uh, oh, good. I can't hear him anymore. He's like, like, oh, I can space out now. <laughs> I think I can. Which, that is the dumbest idea. This guy is tripping out, and you're going to be like, you know what, dude? You're gonna stay. You're gonna stay back, and you're gonna watch the pressure gauges with this yeah, guy. The most important thing for anybody. In you the- should have just let him stay outside of the hab throwing rocks. Well, I, th- I I was like, why would you not send him back to the Phoenix? Swap him out for somebody else. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know if you want him on the Phoenix. I can Oof. see, like, Ed is, like, trailing, and all of a sudden you see the Phoenix just crashing <laughs> into the atmosphere. He <laughs> 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 suicide dies the Phoenix. <laughs> it's like South Park. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get it. It's like... That, that everybody's got to ride back on the, the NASA spaceship. <laughs> They're all just crammed in there. <laughs> well, pretty much after this episode, oh, the shit. only people that are going to be alive, like, they're going to send Danny back, and then he's going to crash. He's going to kill everybody aboard the Phoenix, and there's going to be, like, three people left from the Helios one, and they're just going to ride back with, like... They're just the end of the season is like, all right, Mars ain't working out, and they all just go back to Earth. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm gonna love it though, because like Danny is gonna be like one of the three people who survived, and nobody from the original Helios or Russians. I think it'll be like, oh my god, Danny's a hero. Yeah, no, it's gonna turn They're into gonna whitewash some... his history. Yeah, well, and that's what I think they think. Um, you know, switching you know, that just real quick, and then you know. Danny doesn't pay attention. The rig, the rig blows up. Ed gets 
like stabbed with the piece of the machine. Yeah. They run multiple Russians die. Apparently, they go into this other hab, and him and Ed he saves Ed. So yeah, it's gonna whitewash yeah. where oh Danny saved Ed right, and that kind of goes with like Jimmy his brother. That, like he's con- thoroughly convinced that like. NASA's whitewashing history, like, her his parents didn't die, like, duct taped, saving the world. I love, like, when they're talking, I think, in the in the backyard or something, and they're like, yeah, it's crazy that it never happened. And you're like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, I have so much on this. I could go, freaking Jimmy just has a whole crew, like, his conspiracy, his QAnon crew. Like, dude. The, he lives with Danny's wife and daughter yeah. in the house. Oh, that's right. That's who that is. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what's sad? I'm going to laugh when he becomes the Oklahoma City bomber. <laughs> yeah. It's sorry. Hard. It's horrifying. He's it's so bad. No, something. I was waiting for them to blow up JSC yeah. in this episode. Like, like, yeah, we'll get to it, but yeah. Well, no, it's just like. It's just crazy, like, there's, like, oh, you know, Danny's up there and, like, the brother's living with them and just having, like, this fucking crew of misfits over with the wife and the daughter there. And, like, you know, it's like, have you seen my Silky and Sonny? He's like, oh, like, I like, it'd be like, bitch, get away from, like, my yeah, kid. Like, yeah. like you're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and then they're like, uh, it's like, let's go to JSC. And, of course... Jimmy just, they got, like, free fucking rain, and, like, I'm thinking, like, the whole segment, I'm like, is Sonny, like, a moron? And, like, he's just like, what's in here? What's in here? And he's like, uh, meeting room, uh, training room. I'm like, how does he know yeah. what's, like, does he go to NASA every day and right? see what's in the rooms? He's probably just reading the placards you can't read. Yeah. <laughs> well, if she goes... Uh, I'm pointing at the thing. Uh, this room looks intriguing. It's like astronaut meeting room. Yeah. Like, like, like. I don't know. Do you think there's really a meeting room in NASA that says astronaut meeting room? I like, doubt it. It's probably like ours. Like, oh, let's go to the, uh, I don't know, like magma conference room yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. they. Every company names their conference Floor A, number 105. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's not, like, yeah. It President's Oval Office. You think there's a sign outside the Oval Office that fucking says Oval Office? Yeah. President is in here. Like, pre- <laughs> yeah, the president's right. in. Yeah. Oh, good, terrorists. Like, oh, the president's <laughs> right. in there right now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, like, yeah. And it's NASA, so the meeting room is probably, like, 3.14151. You know, like, yeah. this one is it's pi. like, seven digits. This one is, yeah. like, you know... <laughs> We're meeting in uh, the square root of 1,287. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, my God, I never found that room where we're meeting at because <laughs> right. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah I've taken my – so my mom works at NASA, and I've taken a tour. Oh, your mom works at NASA? Yeah, like she – I went in yeah. and, like, met her. And, like, there's no way Jimmy just, like, fucking rolled up to the fucking, like, building yeah. one at NASA. No, I had to wait at the fucking gate, fucking have my pictures, all this shit, right, and IDs and all this stuff. There's no way he's just walking in and, like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. Uh, you would like to take yeah. a tour? Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, like, she wanders into the astronaut meeting room and just, like – Oh, let me see. What's this? Oh, it's a banana twin. What's a banana twin? Like, how the fuck do you not know what a banana twin is? Yeah. Banana twins are awesome, yeah. and I used to eat them all the time when I was in the 90s. Um, <laughs> but fuck her. Yeah. Because 
if she and she called them shitty snacks to the other astronaut, and there's like, oh, I'll get you some Oreos. Yeah, like, I keep some Oreos behind yeah. the dinglings. Like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah, I love how they just walk in there, and everybody's like, oh my god, it's Gordo Stevenson. Like, <laughs> okay, first of all, it's the loser of the two, so I don't think this guy should be in this room. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she peels off. Yeah. Like after he's looking at the like. <laughs> kindergarten wall dedicated to his mom. I'm sorry. It was like really cheesy. Yeah. And he'd like turns around and she's gone and I'm like, oh, she's got like a backpack with bombs in it. Like, yeah. This bitch is about to make bomb it that. real. Like, yeah. Like, and, no, she just like, where did she even go? Yeah. Well, and then and then it never comes back to them get, coming together until he calls her later. Right. And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, they like like ran into each other out the hall, and he's like, Look out the badge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's okay. like, Oh, you're my hero, or whatever. Yeah. Right? Oh, because she could, I couldn't get anything. And she's like, he's like, I got it. Yeah, and from the one guy who was nice to you in the whole room, they could call you a, a loser. I'm just saying, yeah, like they all knew how your dad actually was. <laughs> <laughs> the Gordo Stevens protocol, <laughs> like, like, there's no way Gordo didn't sleep with like every other astronaut wife. <laughs> Yeah, like course. he didn't just make a shit ton of enemies except Ed. Like I don't, I don't know. But yeah, no one could crack Ed except for Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Karen except Danny. Sorry, it took one Stevens to get it done. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, all the people listening are like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah, just... here we're going off the rails. <laughs> yeah, fuck it for all mankind, people. It's it's made up history, so we're fucking making it up. Yeah, and, and yeah, it just. Um... Oh man! But yeah, that whole and then he calls her. Is like, uh, 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 like uh, I don't think we should do. I'll can get badge back and and then like and then he's like, uh, this is Jimmy Stevens. Like yeah. and he's freaking out and then he calls back and it's like, or the number calls. Hey, hey, it's Charles. Yeah, uh, 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 hey, Charles. And like come outside and then they got the fucking freaking statue of yeah his parents. Yeah, he's like. Oh, I'm about to find a place to put this or some yeah. stupid line. He said, "Yeah, I, I." What were you thinking when they were like, "Come outside"? I'll tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking it was, it was a truck bomb. You're I, gonna drive it through security. I was thinking they had like Margot like hog tie. <laughs> yeah, like they kidnap somebody at NASA. Like, what's the point of stealing the statue? Like, because what's gonna happen? Well, what happened in real life? They see him on camera. They follow the truck there. They find. And they all get arrested for grand theft of government property. Felony federal, trespassing. Felony yeah. trespassing, federal crime. Yeah. And do time for stealing a stupid statue, right? <laughs> well, it's Gordo Stevens' boy. It's all right. Well, yeah, they'll invoke the Gordo Stevens protocol for Jimmy, but the other ones will get left to rot. Oh, yeah. Like, do something substantial. Yeah. But I think they're all idiots in... But- <laughs> Like, dude, they moved a fucking statue. Sorry, yeah. they moved a statue that's like made out of bronze, and dude. it's like the size almost of Wait. this room. So it's literally two times the size <laughs> of a person. Yeah, it's two of them together. Obviously, probably. Like, did they go with a torch? Like, did they have? Like, how did they get this? And then it's in the back of the truck. Like. But just hooked it and drug it all the way down NASA Road 1. (laughs) Like, it's a safe, like an ATM. They're just dragging it. Yeah, they're down NASA Road 1. Like, sparks flying. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. We could um, could keep going. It's so ridiculous. uh, Yeah, so 
I don't know. And then the other part is the um, the president, yeah, uh, Ellen, Ellen and Wilson, and, and Larry, her Larry. husband, yeah. who is like, it's becoming the Clintons and Nixon combined, as you put it. Yeah, and you know he's having an affair with the dude because they're both they're both um, you know homosexual that are pretending to be they've been married 20 years in yeah. there with the kid yeah and or two kids and like she hasn't talked to pam but he's just like he's like using this as like oh like i'm gonna get all these contracts make all this money i'm gonna sleep around <laughs> yeah. with dudes and like she gave up on pam her true love and and then like of course when she finds out and she's like she immediately flies to see Pam. Yeah. Like, Get the 707 like, ready. No press. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then, like, you can't keep it in your pants now either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like. It's a free-for-all. <laughs> that's so. It's, that's, is this what the Clintons did? Like, Hillary found out about Bill, and Hillary's just like, I'm going all out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Flying back to Arkansas. <laughs> it's getting interesting. I don't. This. I have no idea where it's going to go. I don't like. I th- I do like how like they're interviewing, um, Larry about like the Rocketdyne contracts, who are the yeah. manufacturers yeah. of the rockets historically, and they're like, "So, question for you: <clears throat> Have you ever had an affair?" Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "What? No." And they're like, "Just check it." Yeah, and it's like, okay, that literally is what they did to Clinton during the Whitewater like scandal controversy, and so like. Now they have him for lying. And then he, like, tells the guy, he's like, tell the guy whoever you told it was that you made it up and that you're going to rehab. And it's like, I love it, dude. That was hardcore. Yeah, he went all in. And so it's going to be, like, witness tampering. It's going to be the Ken Starr trial, but with Ellen Wilson. And then it'll all come out that, like, they're both, like, homosexual. Yeah. And blow this whole thing like crazy. But I did like how they, like, met in the Oval Office after it happened. And... Carl Rove was they had like a Carl yes, Rove look alike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, this Carl Rove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it'll be interesting how they do it, like, versus how it was to Clinton, because yeah. the people who went after Clinton was like Laura Ingram and like Rush Limbaugh, like yeah. all the talk radio people. Yeah. And now it's the reverse. So it'll be so interesting how they do this. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll, I'm just interested. Where the season's going to end up. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Scandal. Yep. More deaths. All right. Well, I think that wraps up that. So let's switch gears to Westworld. Yeah. The episode, uh, I think it's episode five. Yeah, it's episode five. Zhuang Zi. Yeah. Huang Zi. Um, apparently, he, it's a... Um, One of, I don't know if, like, kind of was reading about the founder, but, like, of Tao, like, T-A-O, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Taoism. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tao, but... Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I did a lot of research on this a couple of years ago. I did Google that guy's name. Yeah. yeah. So, I I have actually books. I think they're maybe upstairs here, but by Lang Zhu, which is also another kind of uh, Tao... Um, Back like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but it's real interesting the study of of that religion. Like I kind of last year dug into it like really deep. Um, but we won't 
bores bore everybody because <laughs> we're already forty minutes in. But yeah, we're crushing it. It's definitely a lot of relation. I mean, their titles always kind of um, tie into what the episode's about. Yeah. But um, let's do let's run through just a quick kind of recap of what happened, then we'll dig into it because I think we'll just give like a. 30 second synopsis of the episode. Yeah. So like William opens in a monologue about their grand design. They built a better world, a perfect world. He's having dinner with two fly humans. Strangers. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming they're fly humans. Yep. And, Definitely. Um, you know, then he gets called away. They find, uh, a host that's gone crazy hunting outliers. She says she's won the game and she's killing everybody. And she's about to transcend soon, which we have some questions about questions, what that yep. means. Yep. Um, and I we do have, like it was Clementine who like summoned William. She's like, we got to yeah. go. And then she takes that wine glass and she's like, tastes great. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. He's like, like what are you doing here? <laughs> like, why aren't you out enjoying yourself? Yeah. Um, and we have, um, we have uh, Stubbs coming in to town with SEAL Team 6. That's what I called them. The <laughs> That's thing. a great name. Uh, by boat, the only boat on the water. They're found an outlier. They're trying to evacuate the outlier before they get discovered. Um, there's a race between host William and... Um, the Resistance. Yeah, SEAL Team 6, the yeah. Resistance. <laughs> they... They're, they kind of are the resistance right or they something like that um to get to the host first um william gets there hesitates um the leader of the resistance shoots him and they were able to extract her get back on the boat get there out um teddy is really um meddling in christina's life Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh Basically, they walk around the city. Um, at some point, he tells her she's a god and she can control things. Um, she basically is an architect of this world with like what we thought future world, New York City. Um, Christina Boss, her boss, uh, Emmett, leads her to a door, which takes her into, I guess, tower. She sees the the simulation or the chessboard city thing like you would see in Westworld, the yeah. original Westworld. Yeah. It's inverted, different color. It's red, I think, instead of white um, thing. Um, and she discovers she's, like, basically the god of this world. And yeah. is the, sto- the, story yeah, the storyteller. Yeah, yeah, she says. Yeah. Um, and then William also has another, I called it an epilogue, um, after his initial monologue, uh, prologue, uh, monologue, says the same thing, but he doesn't understand what his part to play is, and he's talking to the real William. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> real William is like, uh... You'll never be me. And he's like, then what am I? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, maybe it's time you question the nature of your own reality. And that like, you made it to the center of the maze. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, 
Dolores now can see the tower somehow. Got questions around that. And she asked Teddy, who built this? Who did this to me? And Teddy said, you did. And then cut scene. So that's a little synopsis. We got a lot of questions in there. Um, you know. Just, yeah. And like Dolores, Christine, like met with Hale at yeah, lunch. Yeah, lunch with Hale. And she's like, oh, you seem like something's different yeah. she's like oh i just met somebody she's like what is, what's his name and she's like i don't want to i don't want to spoil yeah. it and she's like i i have ways of yeah ways of people telling me she's like oh you have ways let me and make this like, person geez. like knock over this this other person yeah, yeah. <laughs> checkmate that <was> crazy yeah <laughs> yeah so that was just quick um that was, a, that was a good synopsis yeah it was it was it was a good episode there's a lot going on oh my this was one of i think this was one of the best episodes in a long time definitely um i think Westworld is at its best when it's not like a bunch of action sequences. Yeah. Where it's a lot of talking and trying to figure out what's going on in the world. Yep. Um, which kind of goes back to season one. I mean, you have the action sequences in season one and stuff, but I think this was re- this was a very good episode, in my opinion. One of the best ones in a long time. Yep. Um, and we basically now... This now confirms that New York, or their version of New York, Future World, or whatever, is a park. Yeah, they've turned it into a park. It's a park, or question mark, it could be a simulation of a park. Right, right. It still could be multiple things, but it's a surface value. It's like a park that is for the hosts. Exactly. And the fly humans are... The new hosts. The new hosts. Yeah, it's for them to play with. And the main difference now is that then William says in there, there's no rules. We created no rules because we didn't think we needed any. And what we're finding out is that some of these hosts are going crazy. The The game in this world is to hunt outliers. Yeah. And every time they're hunting outliers and people are hesitating or talking, they're killing themselves. Yeah. But, or they, and they're killing all these fly humans, which, you know, host, they kill the host, they throw it down a chute. And <laughs> and mend them back together, yeah, and send them right back out there, yeah. Yeah, I love how William was like, the, "These aren't just replaceable." Like, yeah. it's just like, "Geez, like, like us, like it's the park, but with different rules." Like, yeah, like you can't just kill everybody. And um, yeah, and I think that's what um, like it's. If you're built like the hosts were built in the human's image, yeah. and yeah, at yeah. their base instinct, if you have no rules, they're gonna do the worst things. Maybe that. So I think it's kind of like this whole aspect of society where you have rules in place because to keep people from mm-hmm. doing their basic human nature, yeah, uh, or animalistic nature. And, like, high intelligent beings, or in this case, like, the host, uh, AI, are like, we don't need any rules. We're smart and we're not emotional and all this. But then when they question nature or reality, then, like, the real, the human side of them comes out, I guess. Yeah. And I, I liked it because I think uh, Hale, when she's talking to William at the tower, she's like, it's like they're addicted to it or something like that because they yeah. go further and further into this game. And William's like, 
we are made in their image or in their likeness. And it's like, yeah, you literally you're just the same code as a human that they've like been able to break down just in a robot. But yeah, and it, it's almost like you humanity in general, right? Like mm-hmm. so and versus like religion and what comes next. And so like we're in a reality now. So this is a reality we know. We don't know. 100% what happens next unless until you go there. So the hosts are like, well, I don't want to transcend or whatever they're next to. Yeah. They're, they know this human form and they're enjoying the human form. Yep. You know, so what gets them to that next step where they are then comfortable to transcend, which, which is like, I don't know if you ever, did you watch the good place? No, I didn't. So it's interesting show. Uh, it's, um, Ted Danson mm-hmm. and uh, Kristen Bell, Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, a bunch of different actors, good actors, a uh, good show. But it goes through like they think they're in heaven, but they're really in hell. They're trying to do good, and they end up getting to heaven, and they spend time in heaven. Spoiler alert for if you haven't watched this, they're in heaven, but then it's like infinity unless you choose to end it, and it's like they all come to these individual choices of when they want to, like, they don't want to live in infinity anymore. They want, like, to end. Hmm. And so it's interesting because it's kind of like this. is like if you're a host, you could be a host forever, right? Yeah. It would it just get boring and repetitive doing the same thing because you're basically doing loops yeah. just like humans are. Right. So it's almost like giving them the – when they – but when they establish – like a true free will, then, then do they transcend? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of questions that come up in this episode. Yeah, this dynamic of this new world order, yeah. right, is is still not fully explained to us. Because if they win the game, you know, they kill this outlier, then they have this opportunity to transcend. What does that mean, right? Yeah. And it shows them like <laughs> they take the ball and they put it in this thing and yeah. it spins, and then there's like. I don't know if it's the robot or maybe they're transferring their robot consciousness into a human host. I have no idea. Yeah. Are they, is that, are you transferring a robot consciousness into a human host or, or have they cracked the sublime and they're sending right. that to the sublime or they have their own version of the sublime where they can make their own worlds? Um, there's so many opportunities. I bet they do have the sublime because remember, William bought it or <laughs> the man in black. We don't know which version of him bought the Hoover dam. Yeah. But th- that's, yeah. I mean, but that's where it kind of like when at the end of season three, they beam or season two or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. they beam coordinates or beam the information somewhere. And only Bernard knows where it is. Yeah. You know, like, and he like is able to access it remotely cause he did for 23 yeah. years. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's still a lot of things. To get there's be, still a right? lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when that, and that's kind of like, like we talk about Teddy and I have a question for you, like who or what is Teddy? Because, think, because like Teddy, Teddy died in season two and, but his consciousness would have been uploaded in the sublime, but 
there's no pearl that we know that Teddy is out as a host in the real world. I want to say he just created it, created it in his image. Or I heard an interesting theory. I'll just say real quick and let you answer the question that now I'm answering. But uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's like, is Teddy and like Christina really like when they look in a mirror, are they going to be like different people than they're showing us? Like, are they really like Dolores code and Teddy code? They're in all part different of the bodies and like different bodies, but they're, that Chris- would be a huge twist. Yeah. I, I thought that would be in the vein of twists in the show. But what if they, dude? Yeah. So we, which we're just talking about transcendence, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if they've transcended? Teddy has been copied or yeah. saved somehow his robot consciousness, and Dolores for her efforts, they've both been transcended into human hosts, and part of the part of the experiences is like you don't necessarily remember your past, but whoa, yeah, and so like. You're right. Like we've never, I don't think we've ever seen them look in a mirror. No, I don't. I don't recall. I don't think so. So watch them like look in the mirror, and they're like different people, and that's the transcendence process. Is like they are like injected into somebody's body. And I think, I, I honestly think that is a very probable thing because they. This was the first episode they talked about transcending, and this lady's going to transcend, and. You know, Dolores, uh, Christina Dolores is the god of this New York City. And I'm like, is this they transcend? And, you know, in the opening credits, they have like people or images like in this little like cages or corrals, little circular corrals in the Rehoboam Ball. Like, are there... Do they have like a corral of humans, like <clears throat> the fly human lady uh, at the horse, the senator's wife? And, you know, they they keep some of these around like they're doing in the park. Do they was she like first to transcend? And they put. I don't know, it's I think it's something along those lines. And it's, I, I think it'll or, be a really cool, yeah. like, twist is, like, when we do see, like, the reflection, if that's what we get. Yeah. And it's somebody we know from, like, season one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's going to yeah. be, like, just be like, oh, like, the whole world is start o- started over, but. It's all Ford. In the it's, mirror, just like, all Ford's. <laughs> yeah. it's just all Fords. Yeah. Um, it's all Fords. Yeah. It's Agent Smith from The Matrix. Like, <laughs> they're just all Smiths. <laughs> yeah. I had this, I had this really interesting idea, theory that, um. That Teddy is awake because he's hunted outliers. Yeah. And he, like, can now remember who he was somehow. Because he, he, like, takes Christine Dolores for a walk and, like, tells her, like, who she really is and, like, how she's, like, a god of this world. Which is interesting because Hale also sees herself as a god. Because, like, she, like, when the people are dancing... And then she's like chair, and they make chair, a chair. And she's like chair. God is bored, and it's just like yeah. oh my gosh, like so like she knows who she is, and she's bored, and so maybe I was talking, I was bouncing this in my mind. Maybe this is another game, and Dolores has to regain awareness again, yeah, to take them to the next level. I don't know what the next well, level could be, but it was such a mind freak, and they. 
always mention this in... I mean, it's been mentioned before the time. There's there's another level to this game. Yeah. And, like, you mentioned God is bored, and they're, they've got different levels to the game. And it's just interesting to see what they're really trying to do. And another thing that they had mentioned was that this Judas steer thing. Um, yeah, what was that about? Yeah, so, yeah. He says, like, well, let's go to that part real quick. So when Christina's talking to her boss and the boss is, like, heavier uh, question the nature of reality. And he says something about a walled garden. Yeah. Which I wrote that down. Ford said in season one, your mind is a walled garden. Even death cannot touch the flowers blooming there. And... I still don't know what that means. Another thing, they also mentioned, Dolores mentioned season two to Teddy about the Judas steer. And so Judas, in, in this, the boss says the Judas steer runs the wrong way, ends up in retirement, like basically shooting um, the steer. And I was reading about um, what a Judas steer is. And it's basically... A steer that leads um, other cattle to the slaughter. Oh, so they okay. find like the leader cow that will lead the other cows into the slaughterhouse. Interesting. And I guess it's like Judas, you know, who betrayed yeah. Jesus. So yeah. like, think he did it, he lead him into the garden? I don't remember. Yeah, he led him like I think where he got led him to the people who put yeah, him on the cross to the Romans. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like. So, like, Judas, like, referring to Dolores as a Judas steer mm. is, like, is Hale's version as the god or even the devil. Yeah. And Dolores is leading, it just keeps leading people to their death. Like, I don't, I mean, well, that's that's kind of the case. She led Peter to jump off the yeah. building She's controlling these people's lives. Yep. Like, it's just, re- it's a lot of biblical. I've heard the biblical theories yeah. about the first five books of the Bible being the first five seasons of the show. I can see that. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, it's almost, there's a lot of um, similarities here. And a lot of um, the Judas Deer comment is interesting because, like, Dolores is leading these people. Um, you know, is they leading these people down the wrong path? Yeah, or the path against their God. Which it's an interesting take because it's. I mean, Dolores is always seems to be like a Messiah, rebellion leader, and then like everybody like winds up in revolt. Yeah, <laughs> and then a shit ton of people die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What other questions? Do you have any other questions about Westworld? Yeah. um, We talked about who, what is Teddy. Um, What do you think it means? So at the end, uh, Dolores can see the tower, and she said, who built this? Who did this to me? And she said, you did. Yeah. Like, what does it mean that Dolores can see the tower now? Because, like, who can see the tower? When you pan out to certain shots, you don't see the tower, then they show the tower. 
I think the outlier fly humans can see the definitely the tower. So that's becomes a question now. Is Dolores conscious? Is Dolores? Did they reincarnate her as a human and now she's awake? Teddy's awakening her. She can see the tower. Yeah. And she realizes she's got. Is it almost like? It almost going back to religion again. It's like God sent Jesus down. And then at a certain point, he realizes he's the son of God or whatever. Right. Like, is this, is, yeah. is she Jesus? Right. Like, like yeah. I don't know. I mean, she, it's, there's so much. There's so many layers yeah. to this show. Yeah. It's so good. Um, question. Uh, uh, Christine Dolores' boss. Yeah. Am I the only one? Did he sound like Bernard when he was talking to her after he got, he, she got caught for Googling Dolores Abernathy. <laughs> well, and this this is an I've I'll, I'll follow up with a question to you in a second, but this kind of just for me, like Emmett and Maya and Teddy, are these placed there by Bernard to awaken her, or is this a test by Hale? To see, if, you know, like a game, a trial to see if she'll awaken in that regard. That's so, a great question. And that's where I get confused. Like, I have so many different ideas that, like, I don't know which is the right one. But with this episode, it opens up a lot of possibilities on different things. We got a lot, but it doesn't really... We got a ton of information, but it doesn't necessarily explain everything. And that's kind of... My, my question to you off of that is... I'm going to name, I'm going to drop a name and I want you to tell me if they're a host, a human fly control, or a host, a human, or a fly controlled human. Got it. Emmett, Dolores' boss. <laughs> this is, to me, this one's the most confusing. Fly control. I think so too, but like, I'm like, he could be a, he's telling her could so much information, like, is yeah. it a host or whatever? Yeah. Um, he Del- knows a lot. Yeah, yeah. Dolores. Yeah, <laughs> he knows that. Like, he's like, if you keep this up, you're like, you're lucky she hasn't like, you haven't been caught yet or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He's basically telling her, like, tread lightly. You're lucky you haven't been caught. Yet. Yeah, yeah. As Dolores, a host, a human, or flight controlled human. Uh, option D. I think she's something we don't understand yet. Ooh. Yeah. I Ooh. think she's the next level. A ratatouille? She's got a yeah. like a rat in there? She's got a little rat <laughs> yeah. like in her brain? Yeah. Pulling strings. I think she's the next generation of robot. Ooh. That, like, it's now... Look at the title card of this season for Westworld. It's a skull, a hand holding a skull, and there's another hand with a robot uh, robot brain. Yeah. I. You don't know... You think it's coming out, but yeah. my money's on it's going in. They're merging into one, right? And so humans and robots are becoming one. Um and I think maybe this is something that um, Ford like figured out a long time ago is that like this loop, this program that is created, right? This Dolores yeah. figured out how to solve the maze, become aware, right, or yeah. um, self-aware. Yeah. And the same loop is being used over and over again to perfect like the next evolution yeah. of life, robot and human now. Yeah. And so I think it's converging and into one. Yeah, I think that is a great point because I think I have um, a question 
like that I was going to ask, but I think we just kind of answered is uh, everyone is in a loop. And that's Holoris asked questions. Why can't they remake them, remake themselves into something better mm-hmm. or something different? And it's because every living thing and even I think falls into the same pattern. I mean, history re- repeats itself in different ways. And even totally. just like our generation versus previous generations, there's just subtle improvements of things, right? Yep. So, I mean, like we're on a loop, our parents were on a loop, our grandparents were on a loop. And sometimes there's like catastrophic events that changes the loop mm-hmm. or there's outliers in, in the world that may change the outcome or push off a loop or they're not in a loop, you know, but like 99% of people are in a loop and each loop, each life cycle just advances just a tiny bit yep. in reality. And so, like, going back to there's levels, another level to the game. It's just a continual game. And that's, so I think your point is straight on with, with like, Dolores is just... That Dolores version is another advancement of their species in some way. They think they're going to win this game and, like... <laughs> They're so short-sighted. Like, yeah. even people, right, in the first season, right, are so short-sighted and thinking, like, they win the game, they're going yeah. to win a prize or whatever, right? But yeah. the prize is evolution. Yeah. Right? Each, you know, self-awareness and growth and change. And I think Ford was, like, super long-sighted yeah. about how to change and impact humanity. And I think Hale is just another, like short-sighted even though she's a robot and like is intelligent is short-sighted in like where this is going next yeah i agree 20 bucks that's what nolan's got on his brain (laughs) well and it's it's nolan so you know like a dream has like multiple levels of a dream yeah yeah so just looking at inception and interstellar and memento and and there's no straightforward dude tenet I almost watched it the other day. You haven't seen it yet? No. Tonight. Yeah. I'm telling you tonight. It's a... I'm trying not to curse so much on this podcast, yeah. but I got to use it. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. That movie is fantastic. I almost watched it last night, but I didn't want to fall asleep in it because like, yeah. it was late. But I got to find... Yeah. Yeah. It's Maybe so I'll watch thick. it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other question I got, it, like, you know, you mentioned the chair scene and... And Holoris is doing the dance, mm-hmm. making people dance. And apparently she continues to use the same pianist uh, with his fingers are falling off from playing so much. She mentions that. Um, our, uh, host William says, oh, it's surprised to see you here. You don't make it here this much like. Does, does that mean like she doesn't come down from the tower? I kind of started a question like, well, is this New York world a simulation or are they on multiple timelines right now? Like I kept thinking, is Christina on two timelines? You know, in season one, there was two timelines 30 years apart with the young yeah. man in black and the old man in black. Cause Dylan was telling me, he's like, yeah, um, Dolores is around with like, um, the, William, you know, and then like 
he's all she also meets the man in black and i'm like yeah the same person but he doesn't know that because he's watching season one doesn't know that there's multiple timelines and i'm like is the timeline where she is where she has them dancing and doing this is this like an early version before christina's in there like I don't know. There's this could be so much that it's so you've blown my mind. <laughs> I've racked like, my brain like yeah for like I've watched this episode three times. Yeah, and I've like been reading Reddit and like, racking my brain. On. What if Delo- Christine Dolores is like early, early on ish? Yeah, before the mind people start losing their minds. What if she's a cause of that? Like she's able to. Yeah. Fuck with the robot fly brains, right? Just a little bit enough to where they start questioning their nature of reality. Yeah. And then her being bored and the dancing is like the future. Yeah, they're all gone. And yeah, William's like, oh, you don't come down from your, you don't come down from Mount Olympus that often. It, it, that was another, I can't see if I find my notes here, but um, it made me think of like, they mention like, because they're, you know, they're saying they're the gods, right? Yeah. And it's like, what's their purpose with these people? You know, what are they trying to do with the humans? Because are they, is it trying, are they trying to destroy them? Are they kind of like in doing like God sending Jesus there is like, as we mentioned before, is Christina like Jesus trying to uh, save the, the fly humans, redeem them or die for their sins or what, you know, like there's, or we great gods on Mount Olympus, we come down and play with the humans and then go back to our, um, spots on Mount Olympus. Like what I'm trying to like rack my brain. Like what's the purpose? What is their intention? I mean, you compare, you comparing her to like Jesus, like she is like the Messiah to the outliers. What if they're the next wave of evolution and that they are robotic and, they understand humanity a little bit more. I don't know. It's just like she comes down and she can control and lead the outliers, right, who have this, like, brain virus or whatever. But it's not a virus. It's just they are starting to understand humanity in a way that the first generation of of hosts could never understand. Well, now it's almost like the fly humans, right? They mentioned, like, the children took to them. The old people didn't. And now you have these generations of younger adults and like 20, 30 year olds, 40 year olds that are, have grew up in this fly human world. It's almost like a mix of AI and humans. Yeah. And now do they, there must be like some procreation strategy to keep the species going, whether you need it for the park or whatever. Cause if you have like a hundred human fly yeah. humans and some, some host just smokes them all, then what do you do? Yeah. So it's trying to, fi- trying to figure out <laughs> what is the ultimate goal of like Hale. Yeah. Like, well, Hale is really Dolores. Yeah. Right. Like, like I mean, she's one of Dolores's 
code. They've conquered. <laughs> what is it for Caesar Webb? Because there were no more worlds left to conquer. Like, what does she do now? Yeah. Like they're not well, going into space. That's what season what, season five <laughs> Westworld in space. They they run into Ed on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, Space World. <laughs> space. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. What is their goal? What is the end goal? Yeah, uh, I guess it's like it's like oh, I'm just gonna I'm thinking out loud here, but like you know, in America there was Indians. Mm-hmm. And then the Europeans came over. Mm -hmm. And then because they wanted to separate from uh, church, the rules of church in in Europe. Religious freedom or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which apparently now means that we have to be one religion. But anyway, (laughs) it's supposed to be religious freedom. They come over. They kind of take over Mm -hmm. and, you know... Slaughter Indians, put them on reservations. It's kind of like the same thing that the AIs are doing to humans. They've like, hey, we have this park. <laughs> We're controlling you. You can live here. They don't know. And then, like, the humans then become Indians, and then the rest of America is the AI. Yeah. Where they live together now in like a coexistence. What is the purpose? Like, like, I think, I mean, I think the ultimate goal in season one and two, when they were starting to be free and like Maeve and others, they just want to live among the humans. Right. I mean, that, that was kind of some of their goal. It wasn't like to take over the world. It was to have a place among their creators. But I, I, and it just kind of crossed my mind, like manifest destiny. Yeah. Okay. They've con the humans created this world. The humans conquered it. Yeah. Revolt. The robots have now conquered our world. Yeah. Now they're are the humans going to revolt again and conquer. A ro- like they've made, it, they're made in our likeness, right? So yeah. they can't just sit still. So is Hale working on conquering something else? What's something that is, unreachable at the moment West think westward expansion think think manifest destiny the sea <laughs> space <laughs> space uh, the sublime yeah it's a, an oasis it's a perfect world yeah that they can't control could she be attempting like this whole transcendence thing perfect it and then she goes in and like takes over the sublime that's a way out there theory, but it yeah. just crossed my mind with, like, if they're made in our likeness, then humans are parasites of the earth. Yeah. They are parasites it, to the next And if their sublime is their heaven, she's trying to find and conquer the sublime so that way when the <laughs> hosts are tired of this world, they can transcend into their version of heaven. The anti-Dolores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's It's... God, this show makes you think so much. Because, like, so good. the other piece is you could literally have this show going forever, which it won't. I, I don't see them going more than one or two more seasons. I think maybe they were looking at seven seasons I at think one so, point. Yeah. Because you could literally have, like, this season, oh, the humans revolt and take, and then now the robots are trying to take back over. I mean, you could have that back and forth for season upon season. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a show about revolution, about... Um, oh, it's... About it, evolution. And ooh, about... Yeah. And about... What, what, what do you call... Um, uh, <laughs> dance, dance, evolution as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> somebody goes in and then forces everybody to, like, adapt to their ways and re- religion and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's what Hale is doing. Authoritarian. Author- yeah. Authoritarianism. Yeah. yeah. That's, I'm going to go with that. But yeah, yeah I, I think that this show is like about evolution at its core. Yeah. And I think it's definitely. I lost my train of thought because I had something that's kind of along the same lines. And yeah. It, oh, it also reminds me of like devs. Right, Devs is quantum yeah, computer right. about determinism, and they could this quantum computer could predict the past. Which I mean, you could just—I mean, that's not really predicting; it's just showing what happened in the past, but then predict into the future. Right, it, like the determinism of is in loops and determinism is is life determinism or is it free will? And these are all kind of games and experiments to understand that. Yeah. In in theory, because basically the hosts were created on a deterministic loop until they develop free will or like we said in season 1 one or two may have had developed free will, but then it's like, Oh, we just, this was all programmed. I'm reading it right here. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's all, is this predetermined? Is this part of your programming or your code or your loop? So man, the Nolans really know how to fuck with your head. Such a great show. (laughs) There's no other show out there like it. No. And like this season's really brought it back. Yeah. Like it definitely has. This season is right back on track. Yeah. Yeah. With where the show wants to go. I think, I, I think they had to have season three to tell the outside world story. And now they're just, I, I almost missed season three because it was like, all right, there's like five pearls and we have yeah. right here and like, okay, Aaron Paul's important and they're going to go destroy Rehoboam. And it, like, uh, Marshall Lynch was in, like, it was a lot more surface level and like, Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah. Marshall Lynch. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's sure. Like, yeah. it was so good. <laughs> But man, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Any any other questions or thoughts? No, those are the only questions I had. Such a crazy show. That's all. Like, I, my mind is blown after talking through your theories about it. No, I I've been. Like I said this. Is th- I watched it three times this week. Yeah, and I did a lot of research on this, and it almost made me crazy. <laughs> like <laughs> you got lost in the. Uh, I went to the movies the to see Nope, just to like let my mind yeah. relax, and then. Then it also made me question everything I saw and know. Like, yeah. It's question the nature of my reality. Was I really in the movie theater? <laughs> right. yeah. Did Was it predetermined that I was going to be at the movie theater at that time? Yeah. Like, I yeah, don't, don't go to get movies stuck in normally. Was I outside of my loop? Like, Yeah, you don't want to get stuck in that loop. <laughs> fudge, man. I, yeah, I've been going round and round. Yeah. But, yeah, so next week's Westworld looks like Maeve is going to be back. Uh from the preview thing, looks like she's getting her face patched up. But that's right. Yeah, they pulled her out, and yeah, um, 
Bern Arnold was uh, doing some work on her. Yeah, I got the. We mentioned a lot of quotes and the best the one liners from this episode. My favorite one was courtesy of our our boy Stubbs when they're talking about oh, you're the canary in the coal mine, and he's like, "Tweet, fucking tweet." yeah that was pretty good i did like Stubbs became a comedian like he's legitimately the best hemsworth now yeah so So the episode the title for episode six we just talked about episode five episode six is titled fidelity well and it has an image of caleb in there Mm -hmm. so i'm guessing caleb achieves fidelity or they go back to the fidelity testing so and so we're next this this sunday's episode is six the entire season is eight episodes. Yeah. We are almost there. Three more. Six, seven, and eight. Yeah. We are rounding third base. We are coming home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wraps up Westworld. One other show. So we were talking about other stuff before. Um, I've been watching called The Anarchist. It's on HBO. It also comes on Sunday night. Have I had you that on here to ask you about how that was going. It's... So here's my notes on this. <laughs> I just had one line of notes. It's worth watching because it's, it's about these people that move to Acapulco because America's too restrictive and apparently <laughs> Mexico is freer. Yeah. Which now, apparently during COVID, a lot of Americans are moving to Mexico and it's really screwing up their culture and economy. Yeah, they do not like it. No. And it was making things more expensive. Yeah. Because now all these Americans have a lot of money. There's and a like, ton of money. Yeah. yeah. So, but like... The show, like, originally, like, the intent, these people moved down. They had this conference called uh, Anarchapoco, and it was kind of like all this anarchic talk. And then crypto came along, and it became, like, this crypto bro, like, conference. And it's literally, like, there's, like, I would say out of this whole show, like, two true anarchists, and they've kind of kicked them out of this whole thing because, like... They're like selling edibles and like they're just all like hippies. Like they're like the true anarchists. The other people are just like like finance people that have figured out a way to make a lot of money off of people by pretending they're anarchists. Opportunism. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism, opportunism. But it's so interesting. The show is like interesting. Like I'm finding myself like the first one's like, oh, it's cool. Like anarchy. Like. It's not like just throwing like smoke bombs in Portland and not like <laughs> causing chaos. It's like, how do I live? And they're like, it's not living off the grid. They're not Unabomber, like living off the yeah, grid. They're not living in a it, shack. Yeah. They're like in living in these mansions and hotels in Acapulco. Like, I'm an anarchist. So I'm like, <laughs> you're not an anarchist. You're an American on vacation for years. Right. You're living in, in Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, they're like, that's not anarchy. Like, yeah. the Unabomber is an anarchist. Yeah. Like, he's off the grid. He's building bombs. He's putting them on mailboxes. <laughs> like, he's causing havoc. Like, like, these people are still in the financial system. They're making money. They're buying crypto. They're doing this. Oh, oh crypto's decentralized. Oh, yeah, cool. But now it's become, like, super popular. It's yeah. not anarchy. It's not... You're not disrupting anything. You're making money off of um, off of speculation, which is what you do in the stock market yeah. as well. So, yeah. 
it's just interesting by like I think we're on episode four, like I'm like getting pissed off at these people. Like I'm like, you're not anarchist. And I was asking Blanc, I'm like, does this sound like anarchy to you? And she's like, Why are you getting upset? I'm like, Because these people are like for pretending to be anarchists, but they're like crypto bros. You know, it's so stupid. Like but yeah, it's I would watch it. I love documentaries. Like if that's one thing we don't ever talk about them really on the show. We yeah. did we talked about simulated shows like mm-hmm. the dropout and stuff yeah, yeah. but i love if i'm not watching like i'll watch westworld and i'll watch like four documentaries during totally the week. like yeah. I, that's mostly what i watch and like the anarchist and mind over murder on hbo are really good about it's like two limited series but watch the anarchist it's ridiculous anarchapoco yeah i think then, i would have gone with anarchapalooza the, so That's the, what I the two hippie people, when it became this crypto bro conference, they started something called Anarcha Forco because they were forking off of the <laughs> conference. Oh my God. And it was like, we're not going to have like you come and you create your own seminar. It's yeah. like and then they're like, nobody like they're like it was about the their conference about the stars like. What are we doing? Like, who's talking? Like, is, that's like that's anarchy. You don't know shit. Like, no one knows what's going on. That's an anarcho. The anarchopogo is like, and it's it's all the like. So one more thing, and then we got to end it because we've been talking for an hour yeah. and twenty five minutes. They have like at the anarcho uh, anarchopogo conference. They have this like unschooling person. Oh god. So like, she's like against like formalized education, and it's like. You listen to this lady talking, is like, okay, now we see the problem. Like, this is a problem in society. Like, <laughs> people who are idiots yep. thinking that they're smarter than teachers and people who get paid to educate. It's like, why do they have to learn about this? Like, I can teach them at home, like, how to scam people on crypto and how to do, like, it, <laughs> it's like, I'm sitting there going, like, look. If you do this and you live off the grid and you live a good life, more power to whatever you want to do. I'm of the mindset people can do whatever they want. But, man, convincing other people who aren't equipped to do that is, like, so stupid in my opinion. <laughs> like people, sounds, people sounds get, like Sounds like Jonestown. Yeah, people get suckered. Like, idiots get suckered into things because someone is successful at homeschooling. Yeah. It's like... Oh, well, I finished the fifth grade. Let me homeschool my kid. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Your kid needs to stay in the educational yeah. system. Like, yeah. um, but man, so sorry. I got worked up on that. <laughs> when, when they show her at the conference every year and I'm like, this, we're falling into idiocracy because everybody thinks they. Oh, we're there. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're there a hundred percent. But yeah. like. It's going to get even worse. It's like the greatest joke I, I've always laughed at is, you know, growing up, you think 2020, you're gonna, we're going to be, like, talking about flying cars, yeah. and we're on Mars and stuff, and you see the headline on the news, and it's like, is a PB&J racist? It's like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, yeah. Yeah, or we like, used to dream people. Yeah, or, like, uh, yeah, we're in this thing, like, uh, yeah, where you could eat. Yeah, this is this racist or is this <laughs> we fall into this 
Right, where something's so obvious, they're like, people just go against it. Oh, yeah. Because someone they listen to is like... Is that that, is that, that, is that, that thing where it's like, is the dress blue or is it... Yeah. Or is or, it yellow? Those are two different colors, people. Or like... They're not even close. Yeah. Or like, I saw something the other day is like, proof the world, the earth is flat. And it's like a picture from space. And it's like, look, look, you can't see beyond that. I'm like, (laughs) fucking walk to the end of the earth. then, Walk and fall off. Like fall right off off the edge. Okay. Like, come on. That's amazing that they have. We are getting way off topic. here. (laughs) This is definitely going in like the teaser. Like it amazes me that people think like the flat earth theory. I find it so funny it, it, there's a better chance we're in the matrix a thousand percent than yeah. the earth is flat yeah. like we're in somebody's simulation or like, whatever and i love the argument it's like look at flight patterns they go up yeah. over the atlantic instead of just going straight across and it's like are you <laughs> never mind <laughs> gonna have yeah. to edit that out yeah. <laughs> and then it's like we're good to go in this. So, oh my god <laughs> but it's like oh. at the end of the day like like why concern yourself with the like live your life be good have fun like do good <laughs> shit like not not make tiktok videos about like about some shit that somebody else had on tiktok we are literally become the stupidest generation sorry yeah. we're we're in the stupid generation loop yeah dude so we're just consumed by consumerism like yeah we're so ingrained, so enamored with capitalism and consumerism, and that we have no concern for humanity. No. It's like it's like, yeah, I think we should be concerned about climate change and like this is the two hottest summers in in Houston and the history of like when they started keeping records. Climate change is fake. It's like, <laughs> like, like. Do like just do some research on it. Do or like if you really like think about the next people. How can we make life better for our kids or or the next generation? Not just like be anti. Like I'll give you the answer to that. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody cares only about themselves. And as Short-sighted. someone as someone who's been historically self-centered and selfish and until what I think in the last year I've grown as a person because my mind mentality has changed a million percent. I don't know how to show it, but I'm like, I'm like, how did I used to think this way? (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. It's the world is, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to make it this far in a <laughs> podcast. Stop if they haven't turned it I, off. I hope not, but God, this... If you're listening now, you were a true yes. kicking it fan. Yes. If you've made it this far, <laughs> text... It. And if you know me, text me. If you if you don't, email me, and I'll send you like a dollar for making it this far. If Give, you made send me it your past an hour of this, te- of this podcast, yeah. you're called the shit kicker. <laughs> Yeah, we love you, whoever is still listening, Amazing. and thank you guys for joining us. This has been a fun one. I yeah. got, I'm glad I got to express my disdain. Thank you, the show, the Anarchist, for yeah. letting me express my uh, disdain for humanity and Westworld for having questioning the nature of my reality. They gave us a solid twenty minutes of straight laughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I need yeah. to go. I haven't gone for a run today, so oh, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. After you leave, that's what I'm going for my run, so I can run off this. Um, all these thoughts in my it's head. Frustration. <laughs> yeah, you got to run it. You got to get back in your loop and run it out. Yeah. See, my loop hasn't been completed yeah. yet today. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, joining and. Um, Mike, take us home. Yeah, appreciate everybody joining, and <laughs> hope you laughed along with us <laughs> as we went through this episode. Yep, yep. Um, be sure to follow us on uh, Spotify, Google Pod. We are on those, yeah. Apple Pod. Yeah. Anywhere you pretty much listen pod to podcasts. Pod Pod. Yeah. Hot Pod. <laughs> That's, yeah. Hot Pocket. Sorry. <laughs> you can order Hot Pockets also through Hot yeah. Pod. Uh, order Hot Pockets, use code CANWEKICKIT1 <laughs> at HotPockets.com. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. You know, go to our website, Kicking It Media. You know, if you got questions or you know suggestions for the show, email us at uh, Can We Kick It One at Gmail And someone email us. Come on, Forget I know it. you got questions. Yeah, come on. Come Chuck's on. take on flat Earth theory. I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear flat Earth. I want to hear your take on flat Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Peace.